This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today, I am with my amazing featured guest, Dr. Jan, and we are talking trust issues. Good morning, Dr. Jan. Hello, dear James. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So here we go. We're talking trust issues. And and right out of the gate, I want to talk about the fact that trust is a foundational life element. It is the, on a soul level, we come into this life based on a foundation of trust. I mean, imagine, and before we go to our first caller, I, I just want to set the stage for today's show. And and with that in mind, we are taking your calls live today, Dr. Jan and I. We are talking about your trust issues or your experience with trust, you know, both the, the positives, the goods, the less than goods. Um, the phone lines are open. It's 877-230-3062. As I always say, have the courage to call in live. It's a safe environment, and you never know what the universe is going to have to say to you. But today we're talking about trust, and when you when you literally think about what happens at the moment of your birth, it's based on trust. There is this environment that we come into, Dr. Jan, where you see here's the, you know, the team, here's the doctor, here's the, the nurses, here's the mother giving birth, and it's all in this cradle of trust that you're going to be caught, that you're going to be held, that you're going to be nourished. And, that's exactly right. And that's where we start. That is the, now, of course, on a soul level, things start way before that. But in, in terms of being incarnated into this lifetime, that's what's taking place. And so immediately you can see how trust plays a foundational role in your entire life experience. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Go ahead, Dr. Jan. You know, that, and you're exactly right, dear James. And uh, to just look at the psychology for a moment, uh, um, every theory of psychological wellness is based on the ability to have established trust, the basic trust, right in the very earliest days and moments of life. And in fact, uh, there's a theory of development by Eric Erickson, and he has stages of development in his very first stage. And in every stage, there's a kind of a crisis and a developmental task that needs to be resolved or else the foundation isn't sturdy going through the rest of life. And of course, what is it called in this very early stage, the first stage of development, basic trust versus mistrust. Indeed, and and how or and and as that develops, the mistrust develops into the distrust. Exactly, know? and what we see is that, especially because it's the very first developmental task and opportunity, if that foundation is shaky, all the further stages of development are also shaky. 
in, indeed, because you're literally looking as an infant, you're looking, or as a, as a, as a child, you know, as a baby, as an infant going into your toddler and so forth, your developmental process, you look at the fact of, can I trust my caregivers? Can I trust my environment? Is this something that I can subconsciously and consciously rely upon? Exactly. It's immediate. It's an immediate thing. Well, let's go, let's go to our first caller. We're going to jump ahead Great. a little bit and go to our first caller because I never like to keep people holding. So let's go to Jason from Texas. Hello, Jason. Oh, God. <laughs> this is embarrassing. No, don't worry. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm just very nervous. <laughs> it's my first well, time. I, I tell you what. Take a huge, deep breath. <sighs> and just let it out. And there you go. And know that you are here with dear James and Dr. Jan, and it's a very, Hi, Jason. very safe, easy Hi. environment. Yeah, it's so brave to call in, especially when you're feeling, you know, nervous. Good for you. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. So, what's happening? What's 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 going on? Well, I'm trying to trust myself a little bit, you know. Okay. Like finding out what I am, really. Okay. And see if I can. Get out to my family a little bit, you know, and see how they take it. But it's hard. I understand. I understand what you're saying. And, and let me just say one thing right off the bat to you, Jason. First and foremost, always, always, always remember to love yourself. That you are not in any way, shape, or form a mistake. You're a gift. And if you can remember every single day at every moment, that that's exactly, no matter what, no matter who you encounter, that you have that innate beauty and purpose. You know, it's divine. And that is foundational. That's about trusting yourself. That just the way you are, just the way you are, you came to this life with great abundance and great gifts and that is meant to be cherished. That's very special. Every single person in this life has that. And yours may come <clears throat> in a in a uh, a package, if you will, that has challenges or that has maybe perhaps more uh, visible challenges, but it's precious nonetheless. They all serve a purpose. So that's something first and foremost that I would say to you is in, in asking to trust, in, a, in asking to trust in life, in, in your purpose, in your being, you have to know that to be true because that sets a very strong foundation. Do you see that? Yes, sir. And, and that's really beautiful. That's a really beautiful gift. Um, and, you know, something that's really magical as you, as you want to share who you are with your family and your friends and, and with life, it's, it's about trusting that, come what may. Because you, you get to then know yourself and you get to have a very firm and strong foundation upon which you stand and that, those are just priceless gifts. Those are priceless gifts, Jason. And, 
and I can hear your even you know in your beginning with your nervousness and Dr. Jan, you jump in and you know sure. from from a uh, from a place of love, Jason, trusting yourself is the greatest love because there are no accidents in life. And the more and more and more that you can embrace and love yourself and, 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 and embrace and trust and, you know, love that, trust in that, then regardless of where other people are as they come into their journey and their acceptance, because you're a mirror for people too, don't forget, you're a mirror just as they are to you. So if someone comes at you that's harsh, remember that they're simply a mirror not to frighten you or to scare you, but to remind you of your goodness, to remind you of your, you know, your divinity. James, I would like to ask uh, Jason a question. Jason, how old are you? I'm 19. Okay. And so you're at a time when it's uh, really wonderful uh, exactly what you should be doing identifying who you are and the remarkable piece and why I'm just so happy you called today is that uh, although it is a time for self-identity, not everybody feels like they can trust themselves enough to know who they are, to know what they want, uh, to know how they want to be seen and acknowledged by others, to really uh, make a decision to say, I want others to know me as I want to be known. And and again, that's just a hugely courageous of you and uh, a really remarkable thing. So it does tell me, and maybe you can speak to that a little bit, Jason, about your own ability to trust yourself, because that's really what it all has to come down to. Would you agree, dear James? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Where where do you feel you are in this process, Jason? Where Where do you feel? Well, I'm still pre-everything. It just hard to like come to terms with my girlfriend a little bit but we're almost going to be together for a year it's kind of different right yeah and so there's a lot of uncertainty at this point yeah i just want to figure out how to make myself better as a person then hopefully move to the right step instead of the wrong step. Right. And, and I would say to you in, in listening to that, and I, um, you know, when I say this, you know, everyone has fear. So I, I feel your fear, you know, <clears throat> your, uh, your somewhat nervousness or apprehension in how to go forward. But what I will say to you is if in every step that you take, if you can just remember to be honest and pure and good, you know, we talk about, you know, one of the mottos for Dear James is wrap yourself in goodness. And what that really means is to love yourself, to trust yourself, to honor yourself. Because when you do that, you naturally honor others. Even if they don't express that in that given moment, they will see your core, your purity. And that's where you want to make sure that each time you step, even when it's like, oh, that fear is up in your throat and you're like, oh, uh, 
ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, you know, it gets you, it kind of overwhelms you for a second. But what you hold on to is your goodness, your innate goodness. And you wrap yourself in that. And you keep saying, okay, if I stay this, you know, if I stay true to myself, then I then I don't ever harm myself and I don't ever harm someone else. Because it's just innately there. It doesn't mean that you won't have emotional, you know, exchanges and so forth. Those those do come. But it doesn't mean that they are harmful. You see what you see what I'm saying about that? Yes, sir. So I think you know, Dr. Jan, let's talk for a second about, so Jason, in this, you want to take the right steps. Yes, sir. And I would say, be patient with yourself. There's no, you know, you don't have to run out and do anything, you know, tomorrow. And at the same time, you don't have to hide anything. Be patient with yourself, because in being patient, it means you're listening. It's you're listening to yourself. And when you feel like the right moment comes, then have that conversation with whomever that might be. And dear James, I want to add uh, for Jason also to, I love what you said about there being no emergency. There's not an emergency here. The idea is to spend time really thinking about uh, this very important issue of trust, because we also need to be realistic. We need to think about the communities that we live in, uh, abilities to accept information, certain types of information that might seem uh, different or perhaps against certain belief structures, etc. So for Jason to really use really uh, good perception and discernment about timing and who, as you said, and that's the trust walk. Uh, that's the trust walk. We want to only entrust ourselves to people we know are trustworthy. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You see that? Thank you, ma'am. Oh, of course. No, absolutely, Jason. And that's what you really look at is, is to look at your structures, to look at your environments, to look at those that are near you, and and then discern each step of the way, what is um, what is to be trusted? What what can be entrusted? And but ultimately, it still comes back to trusting yourself, and and really walking in that grace that you know, come what may, you have the ability to to walk in your goodness, to walk in your trust. That's where you don't want to, you don't ever want that to falter. That's the only piece that I really am trying to convey. And we can talk about this more, Jason, um, in our, you know, private consultation and everything with you. Um, but it's, it's that piece that when, uh, because there are many different things, you know, many elements as Dr. Jan just, um, spoke to in terms of society and things like that. And, you know, religions and so forth, but everything's changing. You know, everything is becoming more and more um, based in love and openness in love. And it's coming, you know, it, it, it's, it is happening. 
And so I think in this, it's just to remember that you are that. You, you are a part of that. And thereby, the more and more you reside there, the more and more you, that you stay in that goodness and trust of yourself, um, then the path will unfold for you. But you don't have to run, you know, you don't have to push it. You don't have to force anything. Just allow that trust to naturally build and kind of well within you so that once you feel like you're really standing in this firmness of, you know, this foundation of goodness and trust within yourself, it feels sturdy, then you can say, okay, now I'm ready to take the next step. Does that make sense? I'm still young though, yeah. Exactly. You're still young. And so it doesn't, you know, you, again, it doesn't have to be, there's, there's a, what we call, you know, I'd call it Dr. Jan, a natural progression to things. That's right. You know, it can be very organic when we force things or push them if they're premature or, you know, that type of thing. So you just let things come naturally to you and, and they will present themselves. It will happen organically, and that way, as you're making these steps, as you're moving along, just stay in that that place of goodness with yourself, that trust of, I'm being guided, um, you know? Exactly. And, and Jason, if I could ask, uh, as a psychologist, uh, are you feeling, um, at, at any moment, do the feelings inside of you of, anxiety or just general nervousness or a sense of, you know, something's going on here and I'm, I'm dealing with it. But does that ever feel overwhelming? Does it ever feel like it's a little bit bigger than what you can cope with? Sometimes I feel under pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. um, right at the beginning, and, and again, that's why it's so wonderful that you called in and you called in today when both uh, Dear James and I are here. Uh, but if you, if you have someone, again, that you can trust, a counselor, someone at, uh, you're probably not in high school anymore, but, um, no. uh, right? I know I joked with a friend today. These, these kids in college are, are, are seeming younger and younger, uh, than, than I felt when I was in college, but you're, you're probably in, but, but to find a counselor, someone you can trust to just sort of look at aspects of timing or when the pressure's feeling kind of overwhelming. Uh, as a bit of a, a valve, you know, a pressure valve to let some of that out. But also there are some wonderful things that are available to us. You know, nature provides such wonderful helpers. And uh, there are some things that, um, you know, I can tell D- dear James about that when he does talk with you in your private reading, he can recommend some flower essences, some things that we can use to help with that feeling of pressure, especially when there's so much change in the air, as there has been, as we know with the astrology, incredible change in the air. And Jason, let me just also ask, what do you know your astrological sign? What sign are you? I'm a, whenever I say I say it wrong, it's Virgo or Vigro. No, it's Virgo. You're a Virgo. Okay. Well, James knows a little, dear James knows a little bit about that. I'm a, so. I'm a Virgo, Jason, so I understand. <laughs> yeah. So lots of your pressure. Oh, well, yeah. September 4th. Right now is kind of going really? on. Really? Yep. Oh, mine's eighth. <laughs> ah, there we go. See? A fellow Virgo, Dr. Jan, a fellow Virgo. I know. I know. I know. It's perfect. Everything's perfect. <laughs> everything happens. See, Jason, everything happens exactly as it should be. That's, that's, the, yeah. that's the beauty of you calling in. And so we will, it, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch after the show and everything. But uh, between right. now and then and, and as you're going, just 
when you hear that joy in your voice, when you laugh and, you know, it's such, it's infectious. It's such a great, it's such a great element and piece of your personality. And that's incredible goodness. And so just always walk in that place, Jason, and uh, because that will sustain you in so many ways. Um, because it's, it's really beautiful. It's, it's, it's a beautiful innocence and it's a beautiful infectious laugh and, and part of your character and personality. So walk with that with you. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in today. We'll be in touch after the show. You are listening. Thank you, Jason. Have a beautiful day in Texas. Indeed. Yeah. You are listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has today has to say. I am today joined with my amazing featured guest, Dr. Jan, and we are talking trust issues. We will be back right after this station break. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today, with my featured guest, Dr. Jan, we are talking and tackling trust issues, the whole foundational life element of trust. And Dr. Jan, as we, as we start this next segment, I wanted to lead off with a definition of trust and then go into a quote about trust. Um, 
And the definition, of course, is assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. And former President Ronald Reagan used to say, trust, but verify. Love it. And there's a beautiful, yeah, there's, a, there's an interesting thing in what our relationship is to and with trust, knowing and understanding that it's foundational. I mean, it is at the core of every experience, every experience. That's really just so true. And it's hard. Let's say if you're a goldfish, it's hard to know what the water that you're swimming in. And for us as humans, as you said, it permeates every single aspect of our consciousness. Can I trust? Do I trust? What can I trust? Who can I trust? And when that fabric isn't solid, it's tricky. It's very, very tricky because we learn, as you said, dear James, we learn to to trust ourselves by being able to trust the world around us, which in the very beginning, when our brains are most plastic, laying, laying down, down the foundation, foundation of trust, trust is our caregivers. Our caregivers. So, so if, if, if we're if really, really lucky, lucky and if we really, really great choices for ourselves, and perhaps in this lifetime, we don't, don't have to work through some issues, issues about the basic basis to mistrust, trust, and we, and we have cho- cho- chosen an environment and a life for ourselves, where we just know that backdrop is there, we will be held. If we're, if working, we're working out some other aspects. Jan, we're going to, I'm going to cut in for just a second. Good. We're getting Good. tremendous feedback on the line. So okay. Okay. let us go to a very quick station break and fix that. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is. And then hear what Dear James has to say. for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations. Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. When you ask a question, the universe hears you. And in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. And, of course, Dr. Jan, right with the, right with the universe as they would have it. We trust that everything will work as it should. You were <laughs> reading my happened. mind. You were reading my mind. That's just what I was thinking. And as I was saying before, we had to take that break. The idea is that when when we've chosen a life path where we have not been able to establish basic foundational trust we don't learn how to trust ourselves so that as we go out into the world, we may be consistently doubting ourselves, making poor choices, becoming vulnerable to the discernment, as uh, you quoted Reagan saying, trust but verify. And so much of what I work with when I uh, work with my uh, patients and clients is about learning how to trust the self in order to be able to discern who and what is trustworthy out in the world. Indeed, because literally when, when you look at trust issues, trust is really a mask, if you will, for other issues, other, you know, insecurities and so forth, other fears. Yes. Because it's, that's how it's played out. It's the fear, like when we look at relationships and there is a, an article that was written, uh, it's on EliteDaily.com um, and it was written by contributor Joshua Effery and he said, you know, in relationships, you can tell if you've got the trust issues, the five issues of trust, if you will, he's saying that you think about worst case scenarios, you check his or her phone. And obviously he's talking about with your, your partner, yes. or your significant yes. other, yes. Uh, your leash is tight, you cheat, or you test their love. And so these are elements in a relationship where you can see that if you have trust issues, these are some of the signals to exactly. yourself to say, oh, because it's, it's very interesting. The one that's claiming that you're cheating, you know, oh, you're cheating on me, you're cheating on me, is typically the one that is cheating. Exactly. So there's these interesting dynamics about trust because foundationally underneath, you don't have a firm foundation. You have other insecurities or issues that are happening that you're not dealing with. And they come and manifest themselves in ways of mistrust or distrust. And that's so difficult in, in relationships where healthy partners are available and one of the partners has trust issues. It's so stressful for the partner who can be trusted, but based on earlier relationships in the part, in the other person's life, they're being kind of, you know, you've heard that expression, I'm not in fact, there was a song a million years ago, I'm not Lisa or whatever, my name is Julie. Uh, very hard for the person who is not able to be trusted to really um, let the other people, the other person know they, that they are trustworthy. So it becomes a really big strain in a relationship. Absolutely. And, and something, and again, I want to remind everyone that we are taking your calls live today. The, the phone lines are open. It's 877-230-3062. Like and our for first everyone, caller. Who, everyone who's listening, who I know you're out there, you can trust that you can call in and it's going to be a really safe, fun, successful experience. Absolutely. You always have the courage to call in live with Dear James yep. and Dr. Jan. So, you know, something that when we look at trust issues and we look at the what undermines trust, and I started looking at this and writing these things down, and, and what came to me was these, you know, acts of darkness or lack of consciousness and we look at some of them, and it's neglect, abuse, sabotage, trickery, cheating, 
adultery, stealing, lying, spying, underhandedness. All of these things are acts of darkness or acts where lack of consciousness is prevalent. And those things, Dr. Jan, you kind of begin to see then when you when you are in a place where you are lacking a higher set of consciousness, mistrust, distrust comes into play. You know, that's such an important point, dear James, because here's a, here's another scenario, a very common scenario. Someone will come in and they will have been on the other end of one of those things you just listed. Perhaps they're, they're, you know, maybe they had their money invested with a guy like Bernie Madoff. Uh, maybe they were working for a company in 2008 that, that went bust because of uh, mortgage, the mortgage crisis. And they come in and they constantly say, you know, I should have seen it coming. How could I have not known? But I want to say it's basic human nature to be a trusting person. It's, it's built into our wiring and our DNA. And we, when we are wired appropriately, we trust that what another person is telling us is trustworthy. It's true. We can believe it. And I tell them, listen, people who are in darkness, people who are, let's say, sociopaths, people who are not in consciousness, they do this literally they do it for a living and every single day they're looking for the angle they're looking for the con they're looking for the thing that will really exploit our willingness to trust and our wiring to trust so when people can no longer even trust their own wiring that's when it's it's really challenging to learn to trust again absolutely because again we're we're hooking back into our foundation and our origin is trust and or if our immediate origin is mistrust. I'm going back to the birth issue mm-hmm, or example mm-hmm. that I gave in the beginning of you come into this environment and all of a sudden you're perhaps you're given up for adoption or you're something happens in that environment that causes an immediate environment of distrust. Yes. The interesting thing is to not re- is to remember the, the the rule of the cloak of opposites. Did I come into this so as to learn a greater lesson about trust? And thereby, it's always a foundational element that if we realize that trust is this foundational element, um, that we would then have the ability to really stand back and look at trust as the impetus, if you will, for overcoming, transcending other elements exactly you know and that and that's why it was perfect we had the you know jason was such a wonderful caller because by allowing himself to increasingly trust himself he will get to exactly where he needs to be exactly so let's go to our next caller it's raul from seattle hello raul yes good morning hello dear james how are you doing raul I'm doing good. I wanted to bring uh, some of some of a little bit of my stuff, and maybe I can I can add to the conversation. Um, I I really don't know <laughs> if I know how to trust. And uh, when we had our one-on-one a while back, you mentioned that I needed to shift some layers and become my own. You know, just be a heart center. And I don't even know, you know, how to get to that point. But what you guys are saying is, to me, what it sounds like is the only trust that we need is to have the trust in ourselves. 
and allow everybody else to do whatever they need to do. And That'd how be- do we know when we're trusting? Well, I would say to you, one of the very quick, easy ways is to say you'll always know when you're not trusting. And I mean that it's, it's a double, it's a reverse negative, if you will, of if you're always second guessing people, motives, you know, what's happening in your life, then you're operating in distrust or mistrust. It's a very easy signal because it's your, you know, if that's your default and you know that to be a true characteristic of your behavior, of how you go about your, uh, your day and your, your relationships, if you're always looking for the con, so to speak, then you're not trusting yourself because you're not trusting others. And that's so true. Hi, Raul. That's so that's so well said. Hi, because the universe also, again, qu- quantum science shows this is true. We're all in a field. We're in a field. And so, as you said, dear James, when you're sort of projecting that out into the field, that this field will not hold me, always looking for the con, uh, then we're always going to find it and attract it in a very certain kind of way. The other thing is that... We know we can learn to trust. We can learn to trust. And if you think about uh, animals who have been in situations where there's been cruelty or abuse, neglect, those animals can be helped to learn how to trust. And so can we. In terms of knowing how to trust ourselves, Raul, I'm, I guarantee I'm certain that you have an inner voice that perhaps you haven't listened to in the past, but it's that, you know, you were like, oh, should have listened. Oh, I sort of knew. Everybody has that inner voice. We're, we're hardwired for it. And to the extent that we begin to listen to that more, trust it, and then see what happens, we develop a whole new experience space about when we can trust our inner voice. So that uh, trust is just uh, equally connected at the same level with unconditional love. I, I think so. Well, I, was, I, I was just going to say, because ultimately, Raul, what you're saying is in terms of not trust, like not knowing if you're trusting yourself, the beauty in trusting self, even if somebody mistreats you, what you're saying then is that your trust and your, your foundation is dependent upon others. The minute you say, irrespective of what they do, because when somebody mistrusts or somebody does something, say you're with someone and they cheat on you. Yes, that hurts and that's painful to the person that it's been done to. But ultimately, you did not mistrust. Your foundation of trust shouldn't be altered in the sense that that was an act that they perpetrated upon themselves. If anything, when you look through it, from a deeper lens because you can stop at the surface and say, okay, now I'm, now I'm going to allow that act to alter my foundation of trust. Well, then you've robbed yourself. Get it. Mm-hmm. But, but if you can look at it and say, okay, that has taught me a greater depth of my own trust. It didn't take it away from me. I didn't let them rob me of it. But in that, I gained a deeper sense of myself. I gained a deeper sense of my foundation of trust. 
and ultimately I would say in that, if you really look at it in that instance, it could be that at times, as Dr. Jan just said, what were the signs or the voice? You know, we all have our internal North compass. Most times there are, there are signals that say, oh, something's not right here, but we, you know, we kind of cast it away or, oh, it's just in my head or, you know, these types of things. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. And so, and, go ahead. And Dr. dear James, this is why I love your show so much because our callers always enlighten me even more. Raul, I think what you said was really profound that you said ultimately being able to trust has to do with unconditional love, unconditional self-love. And that is so right because, and James, you and I talk about this all the time, uh, we're perfect. We're perfect. And so if someone perpetrates something onto us, so often we say, what was wrong with me? What did I do wrong? No, we're perfect. Unconditional self-love. Sure, we all have lessons and we can improve, but fundamentally we are worthy of love, deserving of love. Uh, and if someone is not capable of giving that love, that, that is, as you said, that is their issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a greater peace role too, that in this, when we look to trust ourselves, there's, you know, it, it's accountability, right? Trust is accountability. Oh, I love that. That's so true. And if we're looking outward to say, oh, you aren't trustworthy, that means I gave away my accountability. I, I'm, I'm denying my accountability, really. I'm denying my accountability. And I'm, I'm saying, oh, this happened to me instead of me co-creating this experience so as to learn and transcend something. So if you always walk, as we said with the first caller, Jason, if you always walk in this place of there are no mistakes, everything is divinely planned and inspired, and I co-create, I have my accountability, the only thing I have to trust is that. It's that truth. And if I can okay. walk in that place, then, then you start to look and see your experiences differently absolutely um well it's your conversations uh and and your your one-on-one i think i listened to it uh once once a month since we had it and it's still transformational to me so your conversations are amazing thank you both for such an amazing show thank you so much Raul, for calling in again thank you <laughs> so there we have there again, Dr. Janet, you, you, we keep getting into the root of how how foundational trust is. I, I wanted to talk something quickly with you because it's funny. I, I had this thing about what are the um, one of the other definitions of trust is one in which confidence is placed. And I started to think of all the times that we place our trust in in this autopilot. And it was about and I thought about travel and I thought. There's planes with pilots. There's trains with conductors. There's amusement park rides with operators. There's taxis or limousines with drivers. We just na- There's elevators. We just naturally step into things, and we place our trust in so, so their true. outcome. So true. Isn't it funny? I mean... <laughs> Uh, it, well, it, it really is. And it, it reminds me of a, of a joke about, you know, people feeling very self-confident, let's say, and anyway, that I won't tell the joke right now, but I, I, we, it's so true. 
I think also one of the things we haven't yet touched upon is, and this is an um, acronym that a very dear friend of mine, Jane Atkinson, left me with, which is trust is to rely upon spirit totally. And we can say to rely upon spirit totally or to rely upon self totally. Meaning that if we have that sense of our own barometer, that we know we're a trustworthy person, uh, that anyone could get on our bus and we would drive them safely. Uh, that's a wonderful thing. But then, of course, the world of spirit, the universe, which includes consciousness and the spirit, can be relied upon. Even when there's delay, even when there's a veil, even when there's uncertainty, And um, we have a very personal experience of these kinds of things. The ability to rely upon spirit totally spells trust. Indeed. And in that same vein, and I keep hearing this and I, I talk about this often throughout the shows, it is to lead with your soul because mm. trust is innate. It is a foundational life element. And when we lead with our personality or our egos, we can encounter greater amounts of distrust or mistrust because we're not listening to our internal compass and we're not leading with our soul. That's that, right. that spirit, as you've just said, that spirit connection, that spirit guidance, that true north is constantly guiding us. And because we are, of course, beings of free will, we can divert ourselves, if you will. And that's where we then get into issues of mistrust. And, that's right. And even if they come in the cloak of opposites, and I want to remind everybody listening you know, because you can hear this and say, oh, well, yeah, I did that, but these, this person did this, and you know, I didn't willfully do that. That may be the case, but what you're looking at is the fact that in that lesson, in that cloak of an opposite, where somebody um, lied to you, cheated, you know, uh, sabotaged, it was their underhandedness, their mistrust of themselves. It was still a divine example or a lesson for you. And you've got to dig below the surface to discern what was it. Because if you get stuck on the surface of the, oh, I, you know, I was lied to or I was cheated on and that's that. There's the end of the lesson. You've missed the true lesson. That's so well said, dear James. And, and one of the ways that I like to help people work on their ability to have self-trust and trust in the universe is to have them, you know, pick up a deck of wisdom cards or oracle cards and begin to use those cards to calibrate, not to rely on so much, but to calibrate here. This is the feeling I'm having. What does the universe have to say? And Or I really don't have a barometer. I've worked with, with patients, many patients, whose barometers are just off because of early trust challenges. So I'll say, well, here, get a deck of Oracle cards and begin to use them and compare them with then what happens, what the results are. And and then you can begin to get a barometer, an external barometer, about what could be going on. The universe is very trustworthy. Now, if people have a hard time with this idea about what you just expressed, the opposites, the fact that a lot of times people don't want to trust even an oracle or that small voice because they don't like what the universe has to say. It feels unacceptable. Oh my gosh, I don't want this to be true. So I'm not going to pay attention to the advice I'm getting, the guidance from myself or the cards or people who know and love me because they're not able to accept what's the lesson here for me. Could it really be that I've created this so that there's a lesson, a learning lesson so that I can evolve and grow. So uh, these are very interesting issues about trust. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and in what you just described, you know, is a mistrust of a truth. Yes. So we have to start looking at trust foundationally first within ourselves and then look because we're looking externally and we've got to begin looking internally on trust is foundational. I want to talk a, a second. And also I wanted to say to you, using the oracles and everything, what was flashing in my mind was what a great train the brain to trust exercise. Oh yeah. Great. Brain, I love that. Isn't it? It's a train the brain to trust exercise because the brain is a soul receptor. It's, you know, it <laughs> serves more than one purpose. Yes. And yes. so what Dr. Jan was saying that in, in the Oracle decks and everything and how beautiful is that when you ask a question and you turn the card over and you see the image and you see what starts to, what the feeling of that card is, you can start to understand that they are training, train the brain to trust your, it's about guidance. It's about honing your true North and learning to use your internal compass. Cause so many times, as we know, everybody's on autopilot. Everybody's just exactly. going. They're doing. Um, I wanted to give you a couple of other quotes about trust. And, and the funny thing that I felt was the common thread between them, and which was the fact that inherent in trust is its opposite, distrust or mistrust, and meaning it's the one thing that's so guarded. When we listen to these other um, quotes, one of them is by William Shakespeare. It's love all, trust a few, do wrong to none. So there's that beautiful do no harm, love all. But the interesting part was trust a few. That, right, exactly. Lao Tzu then said, he who does not trust enough will not be trusted. That goes back to Raul and how we were talking about the fact if you're constantly looking for the mistrust, for the con, you will not be trusted. So well said. And last is the, the Greek historian Herodotus who said, men trust their ears less than their eyes. Proof is in the pudding. Seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. So we have these interesting things where in trust inherently is our mistrust. This affinity to the mistrust. We want so desperately to trust. And yet there's always that other shoe hanging in the back somewhere going, well, can I? Can I trust that? Will you be there? Will that happen? And one of the most beautiful... Go ahead. What, what do you feel clinically from that standpoint? You deal with this daily. Well, that's the thing. It's, and, and, and I was thinking, well, I was thinking as you were talking that there are even, it's so embedded in our core that we, we can make games of it. Magicians play on that. Can, uh, can I trust what my eyes are saying? They call it slate of hand. They, they distract from what you think you can trust while they're doing something over here or the old game where you say, trust me, put your hand on my hand. And then somebody like slaps your, you know, puts their hand over yours very quickly and hits the top of your hand. And you're like, Oh, Oh, can I try? Oh, Oh, that that's just uh, it's just a basic piece of wiring. So what we see, and when I help uh, mothers with new babies, when when 
their training trust early on. It's about being as consistent as possible. Nobody needs to be perfect. Nobody needs to be perfect. There's, in fact, a beautiful, brilliant, beautiful human soul, uh, Donald Winnicott, talked about the good enough mother. Mothers were coming to him in England, and this was wartime England. They were coming to him. They were like, oh, have I done it well enough? Especially because of the war, they had lost a tremendous amount of trust in their very basic safety. And and I know, James, you know, I think this is going to be a trust part two. We haven't even talked about Maslow's Pyramid. We haven't talked about how you can't really trust if your basic needs aren't met in terms of food, shelter, survival, a whole other thing. But anyway, uh, in a good enough mother doesn't have to be perfect. A good enough partner doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to reliably and consistently enough not only be available when the need is there, but if you fail to be available, acknowledge, oh my goodness, I failed to meet you. In that moment, I am sorry, I will do better. And that stitches up the fabric of trust and repairs the, the, the mistrust. So important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's in that moment, trust, trust yourself. And then that's, we're coming into our closing moments. And so thank you again, Dr. Jan, as always. Oh, for being thank you. You're so welcome. A, an amazing partner in this journey and, and on these discussions. And to everyone listening, trust yourself, trust your inner compass. It is about leading with your soul. And when that is your foundational life element, you will begin to see how your mistrust or distrust will erode because you're coming into more fulfillment and empowerment of yourself. And that is the foundation upon which you wish to stand and want to stand. And in that, the trust issues will begin to fall away because even if somebody has done something and we look externally, if somebody's done something to you and you're looking externally, look within. Look within for the foundation. Look within for the forgiveness. Look within for the trust that everything is happening exactly as it should. And thereby, when you emerge from that experience, as Dr. Jan just said, you'll always know, I'm enough. Each moment, you're perfect and evolving. I'm enough. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is. And then hear what Dear James has to say with my amazing feature guest, Dr. Jan. We've been talking trust issues today. And we look forward to speaking with you next week. And as I always say, no matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to... Dear James Live, on the radio, with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions, and so much more, by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.